Uh, you are planning on having some Boba Fett in your Book of Boba Fett show, right? Welcome back to the Ninja Nerd Warrior podcast for February 26, 2022, and it's been a while. Sorry. It's been, what do we say, six weeks? Six weeks. Yeah, we've been we've been busy. We had adult shit to do. Um, sorry we've been gone for a month and a half, but Amy is now working on her master's degree. In creative writing. Thank you. Yes, so she will have a master's when this is done, and I am going back to school for my bachelor's. So we and what else? <laughs> I have been um, as of right now. I have been accepted to California Aeronautical University, and I'm going to get my bachelor's in aviation and my pilot's license. Woo-hoo! Yeah. So as you can see, we've had some adult shit to do, <laughs> and so we haven't done a show in a month and a half, and we have gone through some shit. Lots of shit. We have the entire Book of Boba Fett series, and you know what? I wasn't impressed. No, me either. I was not. Okay, first off, I need to tell you right off the bat, do you realize this entire series is based on a plot hole? This is based on a gigantic Sarlacc pit-sized fucking plot hole. Wow. Yes, If that's not an image for you, pause the podcast, go to YouTube, and look it up. If Oh, no, no, no. If if you're listening to this podcast you don't know what Sarlacc Pit is, I'm just going to roll up a newspaper and hit you on the nose with it. Just no. 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 Yes. If you don't know what Sarlacc Pit is and you're listening to the Boba Fett podcast. I watched the whole whole series with you and I gave you a questioning look when you said it. But I have ADHD. Never mind. Okay, yeah. Forget about me. Okay. But here's the plot hole. Where did we see this show? Where did we know that Boba Fett was getting his own show? Mandalorian. Right. It was the post-credit scene for the season finale of Mandalorian. We see Boba Fett walk in like a boss... Bib Fortuna is looking all fat and stupid, and Boba just walks in, and Bib Fortuna starts to shit his pants. Boba, I heard you were dead. I'm so glad. And Boba does, like, he's got no time for this bullshit. <laughs> Shoots Bib Fortuna in the chest. Get out of my seat. He just throws him out of the throne like a scene from The Sopranos, and just sits down and goes, I'm in charge now. Okay, here's the problem. Uh, go see Return of the Jedi. Go see. Go watch Return of the Jedi. Go check out the Sarlacc pit scene. Big Fortuna's on the fucking barge. He is on Jabba's barge. How in the blue hell did he get off the exploding barge through the Dune Sea back to Jabba's palace and take Bo- Jabba's shit over? How how did that happen? Do, do barges have like escape pods or some shit? I don't know. I've never Did been he on the like barge. take a dive like off the side when no one was looking or when the camera was facing the other way? <laughs> I mean, I really want I really want um we need to hear a tweet, hear a tweet. Wow, I'm old. We need to <laughs> I'm 
sorry I'm laughing at the way it sounded. She's crossfaded as shit, folks. Yeah, I start I started like really, really hard before he even hit record. So. She's sorry crossfaded and I'm st- halfway through my first Jack and Coke because I'm not allowed to smoke weed anymore because, well, I'm going to be a pilot. And they kind of frown on that. And so, you're going to have to s- slow down on the alcohol, too. Slow down? Yeah. Because- what am I, Charlie Sheen? Like, <laughs> I don't drink that often. What? Charlie Sheen's not associated with alcohol? Well, not just alcohol, no. <laughs> okay, who am I, Danny Bonaducci? <laughs> oh. Yeah. Anyway, we're about the same height. Anyway, back to Book of Boba Fett. No, so that, that was my only nitpick going in, was that this whole show is based off a gigantic plot hole, which has already led internet fans to uh, theorize that the entire series is a hallucination as he's in Sarlacc, as he's still dying in the pit. That, God, I love the internet. I absolutely love the internet. And they're like, you know, this could just be an entire fantasy that he's having while he dies. Ugh, I'm getting lost vibes right now. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to do it. <laughs> I refuse to watch Lost for that reason. I, uh-huh. I never, I've never seen an episode of Lost. You know what? I think I stopped watching it after a while, and then, and then when it ended, I heard how it ended, and I was like, "Well, I'm not. That's a waste of time. I'm not gonna finish it now." <laughs> For me, I, I treated Lost like I treated Game of Thrones, like it was. Already, hey, hey, hey! Hold on, hold on. Let me finish. I the show was already in a full swing when I heard about it, and I went, "You know what? I'm just gonna wait till the show's over, and I'll binge watch the whole series." And then when I heard that Lost was just a giant turd that wouldn't flush, I went, no, no. Game of Thrones, I still haven't started. And I've, I've heard nothing but good things. You're, you're going to watch it. Like, yes. You don't, you don't get a choice. Oh. <laughs> I actually, okay. You didn't see the threatening look I just got, folks. I, I was just threatened with bodily, bodily harm. Yeah, but here's the funny part. So I'm going to get a little personal with everybody. Um, I actually... two boyfriends ago did not I refused to even look in the direction of the television when Game of Thrones was on the TV I did not want I one moment in one scene I happened to look at the TV and all I saw was dick I said what why am I just your boyfriend oh god there's so many jokes yes but I'm too messed up but then Then boyfriend before you says, no, 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 you have to try it. And by this time, it's already been, I think, four to five. No. It's already been like eight seasons or however. I don't remember. I thought it was 10. Yeah, it's 10 years. So it, it had already been like eight and a half seasons or whatever. So binge watch the first, just like I did with all the Star Treks in the entire relationship. That's the only thing good that came out of that relationship that I got extra nerdy because I watched... In a in a eighteen months time, I watched all of the Star Treks. I I take that back. I watched the more important Star Treks. There you go. <laughs> um, you know, orig- not original season. What is it? Next Generation, R- right? Deep Space Nine and Voyager. I watched those. those all the of three, them. Those are the only three you need. I watched all of them in eighteen months. Plus, I watched all of the Game of Thrones. Plus, what else did I watch? I could never watch Enterprise because I was just waiting for Scott Bakula to like quantum leap into another show. That's I think all I knowing that he was in the show could made me not want to watch it because I was just like, I, he doesn't have a Star Trek face. Does that make sense? No, it's those are the actors that are, they're just so tied to something else 
you can't see them. I've said this, okay? I have said that they're just actors that they're you can't see them as anything else. And the biggest example I've always given is if you heard tomorrow that they cast Paul Rubens as James Bond, you'd be like, Pee Wee Herman's no. going to be James Bond the fuck? I mean, but I would pay to see that movie, though. <laughs> It'd be a is great he, YouTube series. Is he is he is he Pee Wee Herman in a Bond movie? Is that is that what you're saying? If 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 people can tell me no, Pattinson's gonna be great as Batman because look at all the shit he did that wasn't Twilight. I can sit here and say fuck you. Paul Rubens can be James Bond because look at Blow. Look at um. Oh God, what else was he in? He was in he was Blow. In Blow? He, yeah, he was in Blow. I need to watch that again. He was in Studio 54. He was I've in, never seen that one. Paul Rubens is a great fucking actor. I've literally if, only seen and him. And if you're going to argue that Paul Rubens can, I mean, uh, Pattinson can be Batman, Paul Rubens can be fucking James Bond. That's all I'm saying. So that was a major, major tangent. And I, I apologize. Back to the book of Boba Fett. <laughs> so Bib Fortuna escaped an escape pod, and that's how we get him to Jabba's the palace. The fact that it was never explained. That's John oh, Favreau. That's what we were saying. John Favreau, if you're listening to this, and I doubt you're one of the 11 people that listens to this fucking show. It I, would be cool if he did, It'd though. be great. I, would I love you, myself. Happy. Yes, I would shit myself. <laughs> but it's never explained. And for all the... I have that continuity. I'm one of those completists that I need to know. Don't just go from chapter three to chapter 17. No, I need to know how Bib Fortuna got off the flaming barge, got through the Dune Sea, back to Jabba's palace, and took over Jabba's shit. I need to know. Well, I mean, in in theme with Lucasfilms, and he's always, he's notorious, you always are the one telling me that he is notorious for going back and doing little edits here and there on his shit so right. that. Lucas's. Favreau and Filoni, not so much. Well, I mean, they're already doing all these amazing things for Disney. So, anyway, we that was start only partially sarcastic. We start with here is the only part that I thought was absolutely fucking awesome, flawlessly awesome. The show had some great moments. I'm not gonna shit on the whole whole series, but here's what I thought was awesome: watching Boba Fett climb out of the belly of the Sarlacc <laughs> because now I'm going to say this. I'm not a big Boba Fett fan. I wasn't, I was not because for me, I didn't get into the books and the comics. It was just all about the movies. And so Boba Fett had like seven minutes of screen time in three movies and he died screaming and flailing. Well, the only reason anyone gave a shit about him because he was a toy well, right. No, absolutely. But for those people who read the read the Bounty Hunter, you know, that Bounty Hunter books and, you know, the comics, more power to you. Awesome. I never read those. So I never saw why this why this particular character was so awesome. And then you actually get to see him in this show climb out of the belly of a Sarlacc. And I'm like, OK, all right, I'm on board. This is badass. But he comes out in his full uniform, right? Oh, that's right. He he climbs out and then like stumbles a little bit, and then the Tuscans right him, scoop him up. No, no, it was it was the Jawas. The Jawas scooped him yes. up. Yes, because remember he climbs out. He's exhausted because I glazed he f- over the first episode a second time. So. He he climbs out, and he's so exhausted he passes out. And the Jawas, these little fuckers, they just jacked his shit. 
that was fucked up. They <laughs> they jacked well, they his had, armor. So they had no problem filling that plot hole. Right. I mean, like this is how so and so got, or at right. least at least an, a general idea of how. Yeah. This is how what's Cobb, his name? This is Cobb Vanth. Who? Cobb Vanth, the the sheriff. Like Cobb, like Cobb, Cobb salad. Cobb, yes, Cobb Vanth got uh, Tim Tim Oliphant. Yeah. Yes. This is how Tim Oliphant got the armor from because the Jawas jacked Boba's shit. The Jawas jacked his shit and left him to die in the desert. And I'm like, oh, you little fuckers. Oh, my God. You're like crackheads. You just steal shit and you're like, we're going to sell it later. That's Jawas are the crackheads of Tatooine. <laughs> and he passes out. And here's the part I loved later on. Boba doesn't remember what happened to his armor. Because remember, he goes back to the Sarlacc to look for it. And I'm going, right. no, they jacked your sh- Oh, you passed out. You don't remember that. And that episode was might as, you, might you as had, well. You had an imaginary conversation with Boba, did yes. you? <laughs> yes, I did. Here's why. Because I sat here and went, oh, my God, this episode is basically dude, where's my car? No. Like they were so fucked up. They couldn't remember where the hell their car went. Oh, my God. <laughs> Boba was so fucked up. He doesn't remember what happened to his armor. And he goes back to the last place he remembers having it. So that episode, episode seven, whatever it was, was basically the dude, where's my car episode. But here's where this show got confusing as shit. You're doing the current you're doing the current storyline of what happened after Mandalorian. What happened after Boba shows up, shoots Bib Fortuna in the chest, jacks his shit. But you're gonna have a bunch of fans going, wait, how did Boba get from screaming and, and flailing to his death? to showing up in season two of Mandalorian. So you had to go up and give, you get those two timelines running concurrently. And I was confused all to shit. About what? Which timeline we were watching. Oh, when it was going back and forth. Right. Uh, I think maybe watching it the second time for me, I, obviously, cause I knew what was happening, but I noticed the subtle changes. Like when we were, Oh, okay. This is a flashback. Um, but I'm going to go into my theories because first two episodes I binged uh, last night in like a... Can you binge two episodes? Technically I binged four, but I'm talking about the first two okay. of the four I binged last night. Okay. Yeah, which is, if anyone is counting, that's actually... What is the minimum number sort of, of episodes half? for it to be a binge? I would think at least three. Anyway. Don't ahead. don't start me on I a new apologize. tangent. I apologize. <laughs> Um, nope, now you made me lose it. What was I talking about? You binged the first two episodes, the timelines, going, uh, the, the, going running concurrently. back and forth, yes. yes. Um, no, I was just going to go back to talking about what, what my, my takeaways were just before you get too much deeper into the story, because I, the cinematics of the Boba Fett, but wait, book of Boba Fett, yeah, you guys, you guys didn't come up with a good name. I, I, it doesn't roll off the tongue. It doesn't. The Book of Boba Fett. So, <laughs> sorry, I puked. Um, no, I was just going to say the cinematics, the framing, the, you know, the cinematography of all of it, the directing. I, it's very reminiscent to all of the Star Wars, which is great. Um, but with Boba, it's like they... They took a sharp left and were forcing modern elements 
down our throat with. Now, are you talking something... about the way it was filmed or the no, way no, no, the storyline? So the, the the so that's the thing. It was like visually everyone's captivated because like oh Star Wars, I love the Jawas. Everything's familiar. We see we see Tatooine. Everyone knows like there's a history there. A lot of the aliens are a lot. They're still the same from what everyone's used to from every every generation of Star Wars. Um, but what is frustrating to me as as a filmmaker or somebody who is familiar with the industry is that it didn't match the whole. The whole thing as a whole, it was like how I described it before was like kid's sister decides to draw a pretty unicorn picture on your serious Batman comic. Like neither one of these visuals matched and and, and it kind of rapes your mind. You're just like, what? What is happening? And then but but then for me, the visuals are so like intense and I'm trying to like analyze it and stuff. I I miss parts of the I think I'm thinking I'm missing parts of the storyline but then rewatching it I was like nah nah they they don't have any depth to the characters and that pisses me off. No, that's that was actually one of the biggest complaints was that nothing happened yeah. for the first 4 episodes. It's just filler. It's yeah, it's It's like look at what we can do. We have all the Star Wars props and the all the all the costuming and everything. They went heavy on the member berries they went so heavy on the member berries because it was like hey remember the sarlacc hey remember the jawas oh hey we have tuscans here i will say they did a great job did did you notice that they that they kind of the tuscans were kind of analogous to the native americans yeah oh i thought that was really well done especially when you had a train coming by and shooting what was essentially the buffalo like all the banthas, <laughs> that's basically what it was. Like there are there are so many historical and can, references. And can I just say the banthas? I, I was totally team banthas until, mind you, I got a little bit stoned when I was trying to watch these because bit. we won't talk about it. Okay. So I was like, "Yay, banthas!" And then, oh, I'm I'm just I'm an animal person. Animal person. I love animals. Like I I'll stop in the middle of the road to talk to one. Um, She's not kidding. That's not that's not an. Uh, <laughs> I do. That's I'll not an exaggeration. I'll stop to talk to babies, little kids. Like I'm just I'm I'm a clown. I literally forgot what I was saying. God damn it! <laughs> damn ADHD. Anyway, but they oh, no, it's nothing happened for the first episode. They basically just plugged all the holes in from Return of the Jedi to season two of Mandalorian. That's what they did. And they did it in a dream sequence because Boba's got his little like Michael Jackson hyperbaric chamber in a back to tank thing. (laughs) And he's just in there dreaming. He dreams about when he was a kid and his dad Django would go off on missions and he dreams about. And that's why that's where we get cutaway scenes to, you know, the the middle three movies, which, of course, those are the ones I grew up with. And I'm like, "Ah, I remember this from Clone Wars. And then you get Boba climbing out of the, the stomach of a Sarlacc. And, and you get him captured by the Tuscans. They actually made you give a shit about the Tuscans. I was very impressed about that. But at the same time, I, I don't care. Like, literally, the only the only characters they chose to give depth to... <laughs> was, the t- was the Sand People. Yeah, and, and then, they, then they get slaughtered. And it's like, well, shit. 
Who are we supposed to give a crap about now? Oh, and then we get to meet the sheriff. And I'm getting ahead of myself, but then, boom! Wait a minute. Well, see, that was the thing, is, like, it was... You're you're watching Boba getting, you know, captured by the Tuscans, and then... It's it's the movie Gladiator. He's captured by them, and then all of a sudden he's a slave, and next thing you know, he's an equal, and it was just kind of like a compressed... No, he went from being to being a slave to being like almost like a trainee, and then being an equal. Right. But, again, you gave the Tuscans, like you actually made... You made me care about the Tuscans, all right? But it, it was like Last of the Mohicans. Right. <laughs> and then, but you kept jumping back and forth because... What happened after Boba, sh- you know, shot Bib Fortuna in the chest? He takes over Jabba's shit, and then he's kind of a bitch about it. What, that, do, you mean, what do you mean? Well, he walked into the throne room, popped him in the chest, throws his dead body to the ground, and goes, mine now. And then, when he's in charge, he doesn't want to kill anybody. No, he, he wants to make a big family. He's He's... he's Papa Fett now. <laughs> but the but here's the problem. You showed us one character at the end of The Mandalorian. Boba doesn't give a shit. He walked in, he shot you, he took your shit. And then, in the series, he's Boba the Negotiator. Boba the Diplomat. Mm-hmm. And even Fennec in the back going, would you kick their ass already? Yeah, there's another person that he encounters that calls him soft, too. Right, and so everyone's just kind of like, oh... You you made peep you made Boba. Oh, it was Fennec. Sorry, I'm yeah. just now remembering. It's yeah. the no, scene was... after the little montage that they did with the pimp my Fennec. Remember when they were putting the machine parts inside her guts? Right, and dude comes in like yeah, he comes in like uh, it wasn't Ludacris who hosted the <gasps> show. It was not Ludacris. It was not Ludacris who hosted the show. I don't remember. No, I can see his face. Exhibit. I'm sorry. Yes, it was Exhibit. I have no idea why I thought Ludacris, but because <laughs> Ludacris is in the damn Fast and Furious movies. I'm thinking Cars, Ludacris. There we go. Luda. Anyway, but yeah, that's that was. But Fennec was the one who was like, "Would you kick their ass already? You're Boba Fett." I kind of feel like she was his hype man, and she's like, "Do you know who you are? Have you met you? You're Boba Fett." Well, I mean, he saved her freaking life, and then he continued to save her life, and then he was like all. So this, but she just continues to be like, "You're awesome. What are you doing?" Every yeah, she well, calls him. This was after the um, who was the uh, the sushi cartel? It was the um. Oh my god, a sushi cartel. Who, that's what they they fucking look like fish. You had you had fish aliens on a desert planet. I'm like, who the fuck were they? They killed the Tuscans, and then when Boba gets his ship back, Boba kicked the shit out of him from the air. Boba's like, I'm not wasting my time. I'm just going to fly over you and just destroy you from the air. And then he takes over Jabba's cartel and he's like, eh, you don't need to pay tribute to me. You don't need to bow down. You don't need well, to. Well, no, he wanted tribute so that he could but he wasn't. Shit, but the like... point being that he wasn't ruthless anymore. Right. And that was the part I'm going. I just want everybody to be my family. Right. But FedEx going like, be Fear. you. Fear. Yeah. You, Scare you be, them. You be you, bro. And he's like, I don't want them to fear me. I want them to respect me. You know how to get, you know, a quick way to get respect? Fucking scare the shit out of them. But because Boba is not willing to scare the shit out of him, how many times was he almost assassinated? Like every episode? Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. The, at, and sometimes twice per episode? Right. At, in every episode, somebody showed up to kill Boba Fett. 
First, it was the uh, the Tatooine ninjas. Remember, the, they, he got jumped by like that group of like parkour the parkour warriors, and Fennec kicked the shit out of him. Right. Yeah, that was in the beginning. Yeah. And then you find out who sent them, Jabba's brother and sister. Yeah. And he, they just come in and they're just like, "Well, this is our this is our our brother's territory," and Boba says, "Fuck off, this is mine now." And then he's almost killed. And then they send the greatest, greatest name in Star Wars history, Black Chrysanthemum. That was the Wookiee. Black Chrysanthemum. I love the fact that Disney went, yeah, we can't call him Black Chrysanthemum. We're, we're going to get some emails. Okay, he's just Chrysanthemum now. <laughs> Wait, are we still doing the thing where he does a home invasion later and tries to kill Boba Fett? Yeah, we can't call him Black Chrysanthemum. That, no, no, we're going to piss some people off. And so he was just Chrysanthemum. Disney must have, like, some really great lawyers that are actually pretty fucking smart. Yeah, yeah, that was genius that he was no longer Black Chrysanthemum, who is basically the Black Wookiee. He's he's Chewbacca Shakur. That's basically who he was. That was awesome. Wow. No, I did not see that coming. Chewbacca Shakur. That's that's who he was, yeah. All right, we got to make a T-shirt. Yeah. (laughs) But he was badass. I'm going to say this. He was he was badass. But my point is that somebody showed up every week to kick Boba's ass. And that's my that's why I'm like, why isn't he ruthless? This is Boba Fett. He's had this 30-year reputation in the comics, in the books, of just being, you're just going to munch. I am. Like, <laughs> She's so professional, folks. <laughs> I'm not chewing in the mic. But you're crossfaded, so you had to go for your your banana loaf, whatever that is. <laughs> anyway, you have people coming to Boba, and he, they're they're just manipulating the shit out of him. You had Milton from Office Space come in, and and he's just like, <laughs> you you know, uh, you got these kids who are who are stealing my water, and and they took my swing line stapler, and there was you know, and so Boba goes to kick these guys' asses because they're I was, stealing. I was told there'd be credit. Yeah, so Milton shows up, and he's just like, hey, these guys are stealing my water. And Boba's like, okay, fuck it. And he goes over, and basically you have, you know, the Tatooine Millennials who are just going like. It's the Power Rangers on Vespas. Pretty much. It was the fucking, they they were Power Rangers. They were, they called them the mods. But this was, oh my God, this was the worst part of the show. This was Teen Titans meets Star Trek meets. Of, um, Power Rangers of in any space. Like, what is happening? Of any character or group of characters that did not belong in this show, it was the mods. That's what I was trying to say, not so eloquently, that they were just trying to shove extra modern... They wanted they wanted to attract more people to the show by adding more characters that can be, quote-unquote, relatable. I mean, unless they have some kind of crazy character arcs for these guys, why are we supposed to give a shit about them? They're just basically, you know, those pigmen that are in. Oh God, that was a Minecraft. The Gamorrean reference. guards. Yes, they're. Oh, the, you pissed off so many Star Wars Sorry, fans guys. right now. Pigmen. Who are the pigmen? I like, mean, if you play Minecraft, you get the reference. But... Oh, okay. I didn't. I did not play Minecraft. I didn't get the reference. I apologize. <laughs> it's okay. Just shit on your joke again, and I'm not gonna edit that one out. I'm gonna leave that one in. But it like, they were so out of place, and I never gave a shit about them. At, at any point in this show. And 
What made me give less of a shit was the season finale during the gunfight when the dude does a full 360 degree turn for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> no reason. I'm doing a pirouette. Do it like my dance. They fire a laser bolt over his shoulder, over his right shoulder. The bolt hits the wall. He then turns 360 degrees, kneels down, and fires back. And I've seen people online, well, he had to ditch that, uh, dodge that shot. The shot hit the wall behind him. <laughs> he waited for the bolt to fly over his right shoulder, hit the wall. He does this horrible, like, Michael Jackson with Down Syndrome turn. He fires back, and I'm going, that just annoyed the shit out of me. That was horrible. And But I, I hated him. I wanted him <laughs> dead. I hated them. Yes, I just there was they had. I understand you have to create new characters. Eh, you you don't. You can give depth to the characters we already had. Give us some backstory on Fennec. Let me know about the pigmen. Let me know about about the about Machete or oh wait. Oh well, I forgot about. Oh my god. So. We, I, I touched on Jabba's brother and sister, the twins. Well, wait, wait. Let's connect it first. So okay. basically, we're talking about they go onto the streets because um, Milton from Office Space gets pissed off about the water. He's like, oh, they're stealing my water. Come to find out he's just charging outrageous price, prices. And the you know the Power Rangers go, well, we can't afford that. And the water should be free. And he, Boba pays this guy off like a, a tiny little amount. And he's like, you're going to take it and you're going to like it. He paid like 30 cents on the dollar, which I thought was great. And then, and I mean, he's still, he's still, you said he's being diplomatic, but he still has a little bit of that badassery when he's talking In that particular that. scene, he did throw him like 30 cents on the dollar and then go, Cons consider yourself, uh, we're, we're good. Yeah. And then he offers the Power Rangers a job and Fennec's like, do you don't want to work or what? Why did I sound like a freaking John Wayne? That I was... have no idea, but that was... <laughs> that was weird. But so, yeah, so he hires the Power Rangers. <laughs> Boba Fett. What I've been told for the last 30 years is the baddest, most kick-ass bounty hunter in the galaxy. Hires the motorbike millennials as part of his hired muscle. Yeah, but if, like, like I said, did I say it on the podcast out yet? I don't know. I'm, God, I'm messed up. I like I remember saying somewhere at some point <clears throat> that if you look, if you rewatch the first four episodes, it's just he's literally trying to recreate his experience with the Tuscans because it was a better experience than being on your own and being trying, you know, only only paying for bounty. That's why he's now that's why he's being a diplomat instead of being the bounty hunter because he's trying to attract more flies with honey okay. rather than that is a fair point shit. that is a fair point i you know what you i don't know who you told that to you didn't tell it to me no, but that I, is a great point i mess i me mentioned it briefly and then just now because of my my special Your chemical imbalance <laughs> it came out okay no that's a good point all right I, that one all right i can see that now cuz i'm sitting there going like what the hell is he doing so he hires the mods, he hires the Gamorrean guards, who got jacked. The old Gamorrean guards in, in Return of the Jedi were all fat and dumpy, and these are all ripped and shit, like they were doing in P90X on Tatooine, I thought that was great. 
And weren't they a different color? I don't know. No, no, they were green. They, they've always yeah, been they've green? Yeah, they've all been green. One of them was Frank Trigg. One of them was an MMA fighter. Oh. And I'm just like... Wait, in Boba Fett? Yes. Oh, great. Yeah, one of the one of the jacked up dudes, one of the jacked up Marine guards was Frank Trigg, uh, MMA fighter. I can't even remember who the other guy was. But not... Oh, not poor guy. Yeah. I don't Maybe he shit. was just a stunt double. Maybe. They got him, yeah. But, so... Boba's, like I said, he's getting, he's getting, like, their assassination attempts every day. The Jabba twins show up, and they're just like, finally they went, all right, truce, here is, there's a, I'm hope, I'm thinking that's a police helicopter outside. I live no. on the east side, folks. I'm going to say this right now. I am, I am so stoked about the money I paid for these microphones, because it just, we just picked up a ghetto bird outside. Yeah, that <laughs> I... Is that a second one? Holy shit. I haven't heard any gunshots. Again, folks, this is the east side of Bakersfield, so Good I'm grief. used to this shit. I can't sleep if it's too quiet. Anyway. All right. We've paused a couple of times, but apparently they found somebody in my neighborhood because that helicopter just keeps circling. So screw it. We're going to move on. So the the Jabba twins, they went up to Boba. They went to the palace. They said, truce as a, as a peace offering. We're going to give you machete. <laughs> and Danny Trejo, and we're going to throw in this Rancor, too. Because you know that Rancor wasn't the gift. It was fucking Danny Trejo. That was... And go ahead and keep um, Chris Santon, because uh, since, well, obviously since you captured him, you're more superior, and we don't give a shit about him. Well, no, Just what they, do, what they the did with Chris because Chris did the home invasion and pulls him out of the back to tank and whoops his ass. That's another time Boba got his ass kicked. Yep. And Fennec had to save his ass again. Speaking of that fight... Did did some kind of like wrestling show like choreograph that shit? Because I mean, at first it's one on one with Chrysanthemum and Boba, and then all of a sudden the Power Rangers come in and they're all just like hopping on his back and pew pewing at him and stuff and doing flips and and doing like like kicks off him like parkour parkour. Is that what parkour sounds like? I've never, I've never done parkour. I mean, they're listening to a podcast. They're yeah. not watching us. They can't see me do my parkour little so, things. <laughs> I have to give them some kind of audio uh, effect we so do they need can to visualize up, it. We need to set up some cameras so so people can watch you doing crossfaded parkour. Yeah. And then Fennec comes in and again saves Boba's ass again, and she goes, "You know, we have a trap door, right?" And she just pulls the, the lever. And Chris Sandin falls into the Rancor pit, which oh, does not have never. a Rancor yet. <laughs> which does not have a Rancor yet. Jabba Twins show up. Here's Danny Trejo in a Rancor. Boba says, here's Chris Sandin. And the Jabba Twins go, nah, it's okay. He failed. You can keep him. So Boba lets him go. And anybody who's ever, you know, read any of the extended, uh, extended Universe books knows that a life debt is huge with Wookiees. Mm -hmm. That's how uh, Chewie and Han met. Yep. In the books, Chewie was a slave. Oh, he was a slave on what planet? And Han's the one that he... Han sees him, like, lashing this this big Wookiee, and he steps in and saves Chewie, and now Chewie owes him a life debt, so boom, Han and Chewie. Chrysanthemum, well, his life was spared. He leaves... But, but not before giving Boba a long, hard look. And you can tell, like... You can tell, life debt. Yep. So now Boba has everything he needs. He has his Rancor. He's got his Danny Trejo. He's he's got his modified Millennial Muscle and his and his 
Gamorrean guards sits down with all the other crime bosses in town and says, hey, truce. We can, and he, remember, he sat down at the, the dinner table. He yep. sat down at that long dinner table. And one of them says, well, why don't we just kill you and take your shit? And Boba says, you could do that. Or, and on cue, the Rancor, like, reaches up and knocks the, the grate they're sitting on. And everyone's like, oh, shit, you, he has a Rancor. I thought that was pimp. Yeah, and then, but that's also when we find out that the the underlying what we 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 discover who the boss is that is going to be the boss fight at the end of the the series, uh, the the, episode, the season. God damn it! You that are crossfaded. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, the um the boss fight the boss fight the the boss turns out to be the Pike Syndicate and the Spice Runners and. Well, everybody knows, anybody who's ever watched a crime drama knows you don't fuck with the drug cartels. No. And that's basically what the Pike Syndicate was. They were the drug cartels. Fennec comes in and she's like, hey, there's going to be a war. We need muscle. Yeah. And Fennec, or uh, no, Boba says, we need muscle. And Fennec goes, I know where we can find some. And enter Mando. And from that point on, this show becomes Mandalorian season two point five. <laughs> yeah, that's we catch all up with Mando. He is he has you know no Grogu. He's going back to bounty hunting, and he walks into a room full of guys, kicks the living shit out of them. See, this is what Boba Fett should have been. He walked into a room full of dudes. He said, "I'm looking for this guy," and the guy goes, "Yeah, I don't know who he is, but if I see him, I'll let him know you're you're looking for him." And Boba goes, or Boba, Mando goes, no, I see him in front of me. And they all pull their guns and Mando's looking around going, you fuckers know who I am? <laughs> really? <laughs> Proceeds to kick the shit out of him and he still has the dark saber. Yes. Chops the dude's head off. Kill. He kills all the muscle. Yeah, but he's, oh, never mind. I'll let you go before I kill it. He, he, ch- he kills all the muscle, chops the dude's head off takes the head back and collects the bounty because Mando is still a bounty hunter. And that's where we left off. After Mando collects the bounty, he then goes to the Halo Array and he finds the only two Mandalorians left in the galaxy. He finds the armorer and he finds uh, Paz Vizsla, who played by Jon Favreau. Yeah. I do love the fact that Jon Favreau was like, hey, we're not casting anybody. Fuck it. Put me in the Mandalorian armor. And Vizsla says... He, he sees that Mando has the Darksaber and Vizsla being from the tribe, the tribe Vizsla that created the Darksaber said, that's that's mine. That is my birthright. And I did love the fact that he was just going, you know what? I challenge you for the Darksaber. I challenge you to the death because, you know, there's only three Mandalorians left in the galaxy and two of us should fucking kill each other. Right. That's a genius move. They fight. Mando kicks his ass. Having trouble with the Darksaber. He's saying it's getting heavier. He can't control it. Didn't he stab himself in the leg with it? When he was collecting the bounty, he walked into the room. He's using the Darksaber. He, he's having trouble with it, and he actually takes a chunk out of his thigh. I don't remember that. Okay. But I remember because I'm thinking that's exactly what would happen if I ever had a lightsaber. I would just take a fucking chunk out of my own foot or something. You cut off your leg. Like, it would be in the holster and you would actually... I was cleaning it and it went off. It, it happens as you get older. <laughs> and um, so 
But the armorer sees the wound, and oh, that's how it happened. The armorer goes, sees, sees the wound, and says, "What? Ha- how did this happen?" And he shows the armorer the dark saber, and Paz Vizsla's like, "Motherfucker, that's mine!" Fights him for it, gets his ass handed to him, and the armorer says, "Have you ever?" She asks both of them, "Have you ever taken off your helmet?" Vizsla says, "No, never." Din Djarin, have you ever taken off your helmet? And Mando goes. <laughs> it was, you see, the, so, so there was this this thing. See, what um, had happened was, what had happened was there was this kid, and he wanted to see my face, so I took, and he is then expelled from the Mandalorian armor. Mm-hmm. Armor. Order. He is, mm-hmm. mis- he is expelled from the Mandalorian order. Did think the Jack and Cokes just kicked in. And now... The rightful leader of Mandalore is no longer a Mandalorian. Oops. Just a bit. But not before she hands him, or he hands the armor, the the spear. The Beskar spear. And she says, such things should not be made into a weapon. And I'm going, bitch, didn't you make him weapons out of... Anyway, we're just going to skip that nitpick. And he says, he makes something, he wants something made for Grogu. So she makes him a chainmail vest that he must now find Grogu and Luke Skywalker because, damn it, we needed those in the show because we're just not getting enough, not getting enough views here. So we brought Grogu and Luke Skywalker back. And? And then we also find out that he's hanging out with Ahsoka. There you go. That scene was awesome. Yeah. That was great. Mando looks for Grogu, looks for Luke Skywalker, Runs into Ahsoka, and Mando asks her, like, what are you doing here? And she says, I'm an old friend of the family. <laughs> you geeked the fuck out. I, oh my god, I geeked out so bad. Because what does that mean? I knew your dad. Knew your dad, knew your mom. Because if you watch Clone Wars, Ahsoka knew Padme. Hmm. Yeah, so that line got me. That line got me almost as much as Ahsoka talking to Luke later. And she says, so much like your father. Mm-hmm. I want to see that. <laughs> I just want to see a conversation between the first conversation between Luke and Ahsoka. Yeah. I, I want to see that. Damn it. That I don't was think gr- they're going to give us much more of Luke. Probably not. But I still want to see it. <laughs> yeah, they're. Well, I don't know, because they keep, it's not, they're, so far they're just not consistent. I know it's only been two times, but it's, it just doesn't seem consistent because they switched to the other guy, right, for the, the deep fake on him. Yes. And it just, in certain scenes, it still wasn't holding. But it did look better than the first time. Yeah. It did look a lot better. But Mando shows up. I'm here to see the kid. Ahsoka goes, you can't see him. He, he's, if he sees you, he already has attachment issues. If he, you see him, it's going to throw off everything, all the progress he's made. Mando says, here, give him this. Gives him the chainmail. Mando splits. Luke gets the chainmail, and he gives Grogu the choice. You can take this, a gift from Mando, or you can have this, and he pulls out Yoda's lightsaber. Where the fuck did he get Yoda's lightsaber? <laughs> Another mm. another member berry. That was another member berry. There is no logical reason why Luke should have Yoda's lightsaber, but screw it, we're going to go with it. And he says, 
choose. Choose your your old life if you choose the the chainmail vest or choose the Jedi life if you take the lightsaber. And that's where the episode ended. Yeah. Should we just jump right into it then? Go for it. Grogu picked Mando. Which pissed me off. Oh, tell me why. It negated everything. It just completely erased the season finale of Mandalorian season two. Well, yeah, because Mando loses his status and now Grogu is denouncing the Jedi, um, for the force and everything. Just like, oh, no, I'm going to go with daddy. Like, it's just, oh, OK, so it's the Mando, Mando and Grogu show, because if we're if we're going by canon, like, do, do are they going to be part of all of the big craziness that it, that's going to ensue? And then Here's Darth Vader and basically what they did to us. Picture this. You're 16 years old. You're getting a car. Your parents hand you the keys to a brand new Ferrari. You're like, fuck yes. I'd be like, fuck no, I'm going to break it. Take it back. Give me a, <laughs> give like, me something else. You're like, fuck yes. And then an hour later, your mom goes, okay, yeah, we just want to let you hold the keys. And takes it back. That's fucking what Filoni did to us. Oh, You man. gave us Luke and Grogu. You gave us the return of Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. And then you erased any reason for Luke to be there ever again because mm-hmm. Grogu's back with if they do it again and Grogu goes off with to join the Jedi Order well you've cheapened it now because we got that moment we got to see him training and then you just went eh nope so if we get that moment again later where Grogu ends up going back and training we have no reason to care or at least we don't have a reason to care as much It's just like, okay, well, the kid went back to training. We've already seen it. We already cried. And don't act like we didn't cry. I teared the fuck up. You saw me. Yeah. Yeah. Like a little bitch. Big baby. Anyway, so if you're keeping track, we're going to go back to the member berry tree. We have Sarlacc Pit and how he escaped. We have Jawas. They brought back Amy Sedaris from uh, the, the... she, the one who repaired the ship last time and babysat Grogu. Yes, I love her. That's my favorite auntie. <laughs> we have, not Jabba, but we, we do have, have the Huts, his brother and sister. We got Bib Fortuna. Who magically came back to life. Right. That was never explained. We got Luke Skywalker. We got uh, Mando. Ahsoka. And we got Grogu. Ahsoka. We got Ahsoka Tano. Do we have enough member berries? No. No, we do not, because Mando has to go back and visit Mo- Mos Espa mm-hmm. when, and we get Tim Oliphant. We get Cobb Vanth back, who has himself a deputy. Did I make that drink too strong? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I, folks, I will pause when we need a refill, and um, apparently I made that drink a little too strong. That was a big gulp of Jack. I'm sorry. Thank Would you, you like some Coke with that, Jack? <laughs> Sorry. No, anyway. I'm already gulping it down. So okay, I... but we get Tim Oliphant, who has uh, he has a new deputy, and the moment this fucking guy opened his mouth, I'm going, oh, he's dead. He is so dead. And Mando shows up. Mando tells Cobb, he says, "We need help. This the Pike Syndicate's coming. The Spice Runners are coming through. We need we need fighters." 
eh, we're gonna be hands off. We're we're our own entity now. We we got this. We, we'll be fine on our own. No problem. I did. Like, Cobb, Cobb was basically like, "Cool story, bro. Like we're good. Like no, no, no. Thanks we're... for visiting, though. Yeah, good to see you, you shiny bastard." <laughs> and the whole time, the whole time, the deputy is just side eyeing Mando. He is like just like a jealous new girlfriend. Yeah, he was just mean mugging the fuck out of him. And I'm just like, oh, this guy's dead. Mando's going to fucking kill this dude. Nope. Mando goes, well, if you change your mind, you know where to find us. And he leaves. And then we get the silhouette of the gunslinger. This became a Western at this point. Mm -hmm. This became a Western. This was genius. I don't know if this counts as a member, Barry. This does not really count as a member, Barry. Why not? not? Because we haven't seen. Okay, this is the debut or reintroduction of Cad Bane. And those of you who watch the Clone Wars, those of you who watch Star Wars Rebels, um, you, you know Cad Bane. Cad Bane was a student, I guess you can say that. He learned everything he knows about bounty hunting from Boba Fett. And you just see this Clint Eastwood style yep. gunslinger mm-hmm. walking into town. You've got the silhouette in the background. And you know right off the bat, this is going to be, oh, this, these guys are screwed. These guys, that was how they introduced Cad Bane, and mm-hmm. I I geeked the shit out. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty cute moment. I mean, it literally, honestly, I'm a different person. I'm a different breed. It reminded me of the animated movie um, Rango with Johnny Depp. <laughs> It's, it's a similar visual. It's I mean, just because it's very, yeah, the, the alien guy, he, he kind of is reminiscent of a big, huge um, chameleon eyes. I just, I don't know. I thought Here's, was okay, but. Not chameleon, iguana, lizard, whatever, whatever. Gecko. Whatever kind of lizard that he's was. Not a, he's not a gecko. You, uh, I, Rango? I have no idea. I've never seen the movie. Some kind of lizard. Okay. And, but, of course, the internet cannot, the internet never disappoints they bitched about Cad Bane because the character wasn't the proper shade of blue from Clone Wars. My eyes just rolled so hard. I, yeah, I can I actually even, hear your eyes roll just I don't then. think I can even open them again. It could That also could they be They bitched that he wasn't the proper shade of blue. They bitched that the brim of the hat was not big enough. Oh, Lord. <laughs> If you translated it from Clone Wars, the fucking hat would have been eight feet across. Like, seriously, calm the fuck down. And of course, there were pictures from YouTube where people decided to fix it. Look, look, I fixed the shading. I fixed the color because the dude who fixed Luke Skywalker's face got a job with Disney. And now all the other graphic designer nerds are like, I'm getting a job too, fuckers. I mean, wouldn't you want to get paid by Disney? All right. That's a fair point. And but have you seen their? Have, did I tell you about their uh, non-disclosure agreement? No. Something like sixty pages. That sounds sixty about right. pages. You have to sign. That's their NDA. You have to sign a bunch of crap to just do a job interview with them. Yes. And yes, I know from experience because I wanted to work with Disney. <laughs> that being that being said, if anyone's listening that can get me a job at Disney doing anything, I will. I will be freaking Snow White. She will sweep floors at Disney. I almost I almost protested, but no. I mean, if, if that means I get a job at Disney, yeah, I will. Even if it's the offices. She will dust the vault. But, so, 
And Cad Bane comes in, and he tells Cobb Vanth, "Hey, uh, why don't you uh, why don't you sit this one out? I know I know Mando just came in and he wanted to recruit you for help. Why don't you guys sit this one out?" And Cobb was just kind of cool, just like, "Well, we're gonna do, what we're gonna do." Like I didn't tell him we were, I didn't tell him we were gonna help, didn't tell him we weren't. But the deputy, mm. the fucking deputy, and I went, "Oh, here it comes." Here it comes because the deputy, you, you, Trigger happy. you know, you know, when somebody's about to die, cause he's talking way too much shit. Yep. Exactly. We called it. We like, Oh, bye bye. And, pew, pew. and he starts talking shit. Cad Bane draws on him. He shoots the deputy. He shoots Cobb and dead. Both of them dead. And I'm just going, Motherfucker, he killed Tim Oliphant. <laughs> Timmy! I was so bummed, because I'm like, did they bring this guy back just to kill him? Mm. So Spoiler? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> so we've set up, we finally set up the big boss battle at the end, and you've got Mando, you've got Boba, you've got the modified Millennial Rangers, you have um, the two Gamorrean guards. Chrysanthemum. You've got Chrysanthemum. Fennec. Boba. And you've got Fennec. Boba the, has an the army. The Boba has an army. And Machete's still there. And Machete. Did we see him in the in the end? Yeah, he's he stayed. He's his trainer. He's the trainer. I don't know if they're going to keep him for very much longer, but like he was there. That's Danny Trejo, goddammit. Yes, and we need to go to his restaurant. Yes. Did I say that right? He has a t- Well, he has a taco place and he has restaurant? a donut place. Yes. Anyway. So we get this giant boss battle at the end. I want tacos. It's two o'clock in the morning. We'll get tacos tomorrow <laughs> or later today. And so, but we, you get this giant battle at the end. And I'm going to say this, the finale, that battle was great. Yeah. I, I was so, I wanted, I wanted the modified millennial Rangers to be dead though. I was hoping one of them would die. No, they're they're gonna hold on to those guys. They are, they are Disney's way of. Oh, they're marketing. They're yeah, because, they're t- because they're they're selling a look, an aesthetic. Because that's what kids are into these days is aesthetics, which is, it's basically the new hippie. It's the new. It's the new hipster. Hipster. No, they were called hippies, and then they were hipsters, and now it's, oh, it's it's aesthetic. It's aesthetics. That's what it is. It's here's here's what I want you to do, folks. I want you to take a picture and send it to me on Twitter, on Instagram, of anybody cosplaying as the mods. Anybody. I, I want to see. You might mistaken them from someone from maybe Teen Titans. Uh, like maybe maybe oh, no, no. they're dressed up. Or I want to see. Even T-Titans. I want to see Eternals? how much. I want to see how much these characters got over, because I think they were just they were crap, they were utter crap, and I want to see how many of. No people... offense to the actors and actresses. No, the actors are. I, I will never. We just don't understand the, the the inclusion of these particular characters. There's no depth to them. They're basically the dudes in the red shirts from Star Trek. Right. No, it's no, like, not to the actors. I'm glad you're not waiting tables anymore. I'm glad you guys are working. Especially good, for Disney. Good yes. On, yeah, I'm good jealous. On, good on you. But there was no point to these characters. And so I want to see how much they got over. 
I want to see how many people you could put some more coke in that instead of just gagging every time you take a drink. I did. It was just the first one, and this one was very bad. Oh, you are slurring so much more after. No, that, that. was intentional. I'm okay. Fine. All right. <laughs> I'm fine. I I'm got fine. super worried for a second. I'm like, oh, no, she's I'm, yeah. It's a second drink. I'm fine. It's your second drink, but you're also crossfaded. You've yes. been smoking for like since as long as we've been doing the podcast, just, and we're hitting the 55 minute just, mark. It's just one. It's, it's anyway. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> I will say the one part of that battle that I thought was great was Mando and Boba back to back, just fighting people off. That was kick ass. Okay. We finally got to see Boba use the damn rockets in his knee pads. In his knee pads. He's had those for 30 years and nobody gave a shit because he never seen him use them. And I'm like, not even the kids with the toys. Oh, burn. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if you're a kid. Anybody who's that, ever seen the toys not, that made us, yeah. Star Wars, you get that joke. Or if you grew up with those toys and wanted them, but you couldn't get them because because toy companies suck. Like I can't are fucked up. I'm, I'm sorry if I triggered you. <laughs> I still love you. But Mando and Boba getting their ass kicked. Boba takes off, disappears, comes back riding a Rancor. That, okay, that was pretty kick-ass. Until they shot the Rancor, and the Rancor went all fucking King Kong on the city. We probably should mention that, like, the time frame between um, Timothy Oliphant getting shot in the face. Yes. He didn't get shot in the face. I'm being silly. He got shot in the chest. He got shot in the chest. I'm just being silly. No. Deputy got shot in the fucking face. Yeah, he got shot all in, all, all of it and everywhere. And I and I, as soon as he got shot, I went, yeah, that's what we get, dick. I didn't like, I mean... Good on him for being a not a not a character that we never got attached to because he was not likable. So so good on you, bud. We didn't like you, so good job at doing what you were supposed to do. So nothing against this this actor, but wow, bang bang, you're done. Right. However, but, I will say this: the people of the town showed up. Yes. Cobb so, Vanth Van said, "Nope, we're good." We're gonna we're gonna stay here, but and then Blue they Man, showed Blue up. Blue Man Group shows up in in the city with with the fish people to t- to attack everybody, and that's when Boba comes back with the Rancor, and so it's this whole boss fight. Boba comes back with the Rancor. Grogu shows up. Yeah. Amy Sedaris shows up with Grogu. Mando's like, "The fuck are you doing here?" And well, all her little droids. It was. Oh, I love her so much. <laughs> I did love that Mando was just kind of like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" Well, he chose asshole. <laughs> And Amy's done with the drink. Stuck the landing. <laughs> so we finally have all the member berries in one basket. And now we have the giant battle at the end that we've been setting up for, what was it? Eight episodes? Ten episodes? However long the season was? It was only seven, actually. Was it only seven? Just seven. Oh, my God. It seems like so much longer. That's because it was agony. I'm just kidding. It, it, it was all right. There was a lot. I mean, you try to cram a lot into this show and like nothing got but also, over. But also nothing was in the show. Like there was so many, so many dull moments in the dialogue and the storyline and the depth of the characters. It was just like. Well, here's kind of what I felt like. You had the, you had, like I said before, you had the two storylines running concurrently. You had the current one and then you had what the hell happened after Return of the Jedi. Right. Which you had to do. If you had just done one or the other, people were going to bitch no matter what. But now we have the big battle. We have them, you know, Mando has a, not Mando, Boba has an army, including Mando, and they're fighting for the town. And there is this epic 
They're fighting the little droids that look like Lost in Space robots. You did say that. You did say they look like the Lost Lost in Space robots. Those were huge, though. From the but but I need to preface that that well not preface because I already said it. But the point I'm trying to say is that in Lost in Space, it was specifically the movie with Matt LeBlanc. I don't know. Did oh I God, that was that was That's 98. Right. That yeah. was 97, 98. Yeah, I and Lacey Chabert. Yes, yes, yes. That's the only Lost in Space I know. I'm, I'm a young and. But even in that final, even in this final battle, they kind of got their asses kicked. Yeah. Like the Gamorrean guards got thrown off a cliff. Uh, Chrysanthemum, he got his ass handed to him. And the Power Rangers took a beating too. The Power Rangers, oh, they were useless. Except for the dude who decided to do the spin in the middle for no apparent reason whatsoever. That clip kills me every time I see it. You had the people, Cobb Vance people, show up. And they showed up, immediately got into a firefight, and got pinned down. It was, wasn't until... But I mean, at least they were there, you know, solidarity. They were there. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. You know what? If I'm ever in a fight and somebody shows up and just gets their ass kicked, bro, just sit this one out. That's It's fine. That's, that's basically what they did. And the battle turns around when Boba, he took off with the jetpack, and I'm like, dude, even Boba's over this shit. He's like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm out of this bitch. And shows up, I will say, this was badass. Riding a rancor, yeah. he's riding a rancor through town, and but like the the rancor is like climbing all over the buildings like well, Godzilla. It, though. Right? No, but what happened? He was he was fine when he was on the yoke when when Boba had him on pretty much on the leash, and then didn't he like he got shot too many times and just went nuts, and next thing you know, this is now a King Kong movie. Mm-hmm. And the Rancor is just destroying the city. I'm like, how did you not see that? Yeah, coming? and then Mando comes in and starts shooting at him. I was like, wait wait a minute. We we like the Rancor. That's Boba's new baby. Well, Boba, again, Boba got his ass kicked because it's been the theme of the show. Because the Rancor, didn't he throw him through a building? Something like that. Right. And then Boba come, or Mando comes in for the save. And Mando's like, screw it. We're taking him down. And it's Grogu has to make the save yep. for Mando like we've seen him do and he put him to sleep. Yep. He 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 just waved <laughs> his hand and made, made Rancor Rancor go go 99. Go Mimi's. He made Rancor go Mimi's. And then he just cuddles up next to him and just kind of And yeah, that's Yeah, that 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 scene killed me cuz I'm I'm a sucker for like cutesy stuff and the fact that Grogu was so pooped from using his force that he just kind of like toddled over and eh, nap time on my 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 new big friend. It was like it was like a chihuahua and a mastiff. <laughs> <laughs> and so now the battle's over. The sushi syndicate has been repelled. They're gone. And just to prove how useless Boba was, you have the head of the Pike Cartel meeting with AKA Blue Man Group. Yes. Meeting <laughs> with all the other crime lords that remember Boba sat down and asked them, just stay neutral. Let me handle this. Mm-hmm. Well, we just we found out afterward that they double crossed him. Yeah, they're in this tiny ass little room, like a hut. Right. Very reminiscent of Game of Thrones, I might say, but you haven't seen that yet. So, and all of a sudden, you have laser bolts coming in. Everyone's getting killed. A noose drops to the top, grabs one of them, hangs him, and it's Fennec. Yeah, yeah. We so so you don't really notice that she kind of like tags out of the boss fight and just disappears, and then we realize where she went because she's the one that is basically attacking all attacking all the the 
crime bosses, I guess. Yeah, it's pretty much all the yeah all the yeah. crime bosses. But again, Fennec had to end it. Boba did nothing. The most badass thing Boba Fett did in the entire series was ride a rancor and stab Cad Bane in the chest. That was it. That was the most badass thing he did. You can climb. You can count climbing out of a sarlacc. I mean, he he took a he took a, a Geico gecko trip. I mean, that, that counts as something. Cool, he did. Right? He yeah. He did have a, uh, a little um, gecko that shoved. Got, he crawled up his nose. I totally forgot about that. Of, he had like this total dreamscape. Came, yeah, so that he can come back with his little his driftwood piece of of thing, so that they can make his staff. That out he made of the it. gaffy stick out of. Yes. But but again, it's just. I think that's kind of the the problem I've had with this whole series is Boba Fett was an afterthought in his own fucking show. And it was just like Fennec was the badass. Mando came in and tagged in later on. You had cameos. Yeah, but even Mando wasn't at full um, power either. Like Right, he was... but that was because he was trying to use a darksaber. No, no, no. I don't mean his strength or stamina. I meant like as far as depth of character in the actual series. He wasn't. He wasn't as Mando as. I don't Mando think we is. needed him to be though, because technically you can say this wasn't his show. We don't need it him. It wasn't anyone's show. Who the hell do we care about at the end? The Raincore, the Banthas. No. What no, happened they, they to got what weird happened faces? To, what happened to Danny Trejo? Machete. He just disappeared. No, he's. He, I I am convinced he that trained he trained the Rancor and then just disappeared. No, no, I'm convinced that they're gonna. They have to have at least. They'll have him be like a reprise role, like Amy. What's her face with the, Amy Sedaris? He'll he'll come in every once in a while to do like a special training. Like they'll they'll put him out in like a little pin, like how when you you get learn how to ride a horse, you put in a little pin, and he'll have the Rancor. I want to see the Rancor pin. I really want to see the Rancor pin. <laughs> He'll have the Rancor like on a, a really big leash and he'll be like guiding him in circles and the thing. The well, Rancor pen's going to look like <laughs> SoFi Stadium. It's that big. It's just... So anyway, that was the book of Boba Fett. Like I had mixed feelings. It didn't suck, but it wasn't great. We were just it whelmed. Exi- it, exi- it existed. We, were, we weren't underwhelmed. We weren't overwhelmed. We were just whelmed. We were whelmed, whelmed. Yeah. Just medium, medium whelmed. If, so, you, if you're old enough to get that joke, then, you know, you're cool. You can sit with us. So anyway, so that's it. We're going to wrap this show up a little over an hour. So I realize we started this on February 26th. It is now May 2nd. Oops. March 2nd. I'm sorry. March 2nd. Yeah, May. That's a long ways away. We, okay. We started the show and then uh, we both got really drunk and decided to kind of finish this later. And in the meantime, my brother got married in Vegas. And so, yeah, three days later, here we are. Anyway. We are going to oh, oh, we have to talk about Area 15. Oh my goodness. I We were in Vegas, folks. Area 15 is this what warehouse which is it has video games. It's got bars, it's got junk food, it's got if you are a giant grown child like we are, this place is awesome. They had this thing called Battle the Dead which is a giant VR zombie experience, which we did not get a chance to try out. They have events. Um, there's like a room in the back that it looks like a lounge kind of, but it's, it's like that, that thing in um, Disneyland was, with, the, with the wall-to-wall screens. It was the immersive. Basically, this was like an immersive movie experience. They and had they, like a Van Gogh, they had a Van Gogh uh, experience going while we were there. 
Yeah, and so you pay for the experiences separately. You get an, um, you just get a pass to get in, and that's basically free ticket to get in. But then they, of course, they nickel and dime you. You do the different experiences. It's like it's an interactive, like almost like a museum playground kind of oh, thing. Oh, it was yeah, it was fantastic. There is a driving range. There is a golf driving range. If golf, well, there's no other kind of driving range. Sorry, um, for all you golfers out there, there's a driving range there. And, um, a two-story arcade with like old-fashioned games from like the '80s and '90s, and and full bars. There's at least three full bars that I noted in my my uh, inventory. The entire thing is neon paint and black lights. It is fantastic. We had a great time. Wish we could have spent more time there. Well, we're definitely going to be going back. We're definitely going they back. They have they have twenty-one and up after ten p.m. So. Yes. And but the great thing is, um, we were there, and since we have now talked about it on a podcast, it's now a tax deduction. So it is a business expense. God, I love my tax guy. So thank you, Michael at A One Multi Business. You are awesome. Yeah, just gonna give him a little shout out. Thanks, dude. All right. So anyway, I am Greg Hernandez, the Ninja Nerd Warrior. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, all the socials. And Amy, where they where can they find you at? The Amy Janelle, T-H-E, the, on Instagram, and uh, I really don't, I really don't go anywhere. I don't post much not on even anything. A, you are on TikTok all I'm, the time and sh- not even going no, to. No, I'm not going to plug the TikTok. I have, I've seriously, like, folks, she's been sitting next to me for like an hour and a half and not saying a word, and I'll look over and just TikTok. Just, yeah. So. I plead the fifth. Anyway. This is the Ninja Nerd Warrior Podcast. Um, we can find it on ninjanerdwarriorpodcast.com or you can find it Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you get your favorite podcast from. Go over, give us five stars, give us a review, lie. We're fine with that. We need the downloads. That is it, and we will be back next week with Spider-Man No Way Home because we haven't had a chance to do that one yet. Can we watch it again? We can definitely watch it again. It'll be like our fourth time. Pretty much, yes. <laughs> So, yeah, all right, down. folks, we will see you later. Bye. All right, guys, thanks for letting me pay some bills there. And I am the Ninja Nerd Warrior, and you can find me on all forms of social media. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And feel free to go on any of those and drop me a line. Send me a message. Let me know if you like the show. Um, if you don't like the show, don't don't hit me up. And uh, <laughs> you can also find this podcast anywhere you get your favorite podcast from, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. And with that, I will say good night and uh, I will talk to you guys later. Bye bye.